0: welcome to this week's gig news your go-to podcast covering the latest news trends and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy now let's turn it over to your hosts professional gig workers chad the gig economist and hannibal is hungry
1: hey happy halloween everybody welcome to this week's gig news you know you're a hardcore nerd if you're watching this instead of going trick-or-treating right now Uh, we got a special guest this week, Luis Berthe of Delivery TV. How you doing, man?
0: I'm great. And, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show.
1: You're I'm, in uh, Houston, right?
0: Yes. Suburbs of Houston. I'm here. I'm happy to be back with you. Uh, it's good to be invited once, but twice, mm-hmm. it's, it, 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 that's good. I yeah. mean, <laughs> something good you did mm-hmm. last time. So.
1: <laughs> I, we'll try to get this show as quick as possible because i know the world series is on and the houston astros are in it although they're down three games to one so um they gotta win three oh. in a row uh jacqueline taylor's here she said listening and driving again nice 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 oh by the way i did get a new router and modem and i got a cat six ethernet cable so my internet should be fine should how has how, it been since you got it I haven't had any problems but I haven't done any streaming since then either. So, okay. uh, we'll, is, guess we'll see we'll time. see tonight. Yeah. I had a pretty I had a terrible week. This is the longest week of my life. I haven't I've barely left the house since our last show. I went to Walmart like twice to get lots of Gatorade because I've been sick all week. I've been on mostly liquid diet. I've lost like 4 pounds, which is nice. It's but not-,
0: not nice. <laughs> I've been going to through- I've been going to Planet Fitness all these days, and oh. I haven't lost like <laughs> nada, nada, niente, nada. <laughs> <It's>, that's unfair.
1: <laughs> well, what else have you been up to?
0: <laughs> just just working and, and tr- trying to lose some some uh some weight, but it, great, man. Right. Yeah. Gatorade. Let me take notes. <laughs> yeah.
1: You gotta do Instacart and Shipt and corner shop so that you're pushing the shopping cart around instead of just doing you know Doordash and Grubhub and all that stuff. You know, you don't you get a lot more exercise doing grocery shopping. That is true. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The the reincarnation of Bill Hicks Dark Road runs here. <laughs> Happy Halloween, right. about to head out and drive. Are you in San yeah, Francisco? Definitely. Oh wow.
2: And you're still alive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I loved I love uh, his uh, his channels. Really unique. I guess,
1: yeah. To say the least. I'll have to get him on the show sometime.
2: Uh, so Hannibal, how was your week? It was the opposite of yours. Like <laughs> yours is long. Mine's just quick. It just it, it it felt like I was just talking to you last week about you know it was a pretty another pretty quick show as well in terms of it wasn't that many items to talk about but it's mm-hmm. been pretty quick. Nothing out of the ordinary to be honest. Uh, but. I'm just worried about you, man. You've been sick for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, a, a week. you know Whatever that's in your system should be out of your system. So hopefully you'll that's what better I in the next couple of days. I guess you're not enjoying any of the Halloween candy or any of that kind of thing
1: today, no, considering well, your stomach issues. I did get the... You know, today was the first day I could eat solid food. So for dinner, I got the, the KFC, the chicken sandwich, like their equivalent of Popeye's. And it was pretty good. It wasn't... As good as Popeyes, like if Popeyes is a five, KFC's is a
2: four. So the first time that you're able to eat some solid food, you went straight to fast
0: food. <laughs> that was the thing you could possibly get. And, and, and he and he lose weight.
1: Yeah, well, I yeah. I, I'm, I have all this yeah. weight credit, you know. so, oh, so I you had cash
2: in a bit. <laughs> yeah, and Fair I got night. the. Tom I was going to get man, the zero calorie Tom Gatorade.
0: Some broccoli, man. <laughs> Vitamin. Stuff, yeah. Trump's.
1: actually i've been eating a lot of uh crackers potato chips starchy food applesauce
0: now we know why you're sick
1: (laughs) youtube user (laughs) is this a spam bot congratulations Uh, anyone there
0: (laughs) hello hello thank you
1: all right let's uh let's get to the news let me turn this off all right so, uh, I know UDM already covered this, and uh, I think Blake Moore covered this. So we're we're a couple of days behind. But so this is from MarketWatch.com. Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, and Amazon could face billions in fines if they mislead misled over wages. FTC official warns. By the way, I got this new plugin for my browser where it lets me highlight the text, so I just know what to read. Some of the biggest names in the gig economy could face significant fines, perhaps in the billions of dollars, if they're found to have violated money-making claims. A federal trade commission official told MarketWatch on Wednesday. The FTC announced this week that it has warned more than 1,100 companies and businesses that it's illegal to deceive or mislead customers, or sorry, consumers, about potential earnings, and they could be subject to financial penalties. We did a very broad sweep. Everyone on that list, as best we can tell, is a company that talks about how much money people can earn if they become a direct or indirect employee or use a service. Those who receive notices include multi-level marketing companies, investment coaches, Gig Coach Jake, <laughs> and those who offer ubiquitous gigs that pitch a steady second income. The FEC sent notices to well-known gig companies such as Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Instacart, Grubhub, and Amazon, which uses gig workers for delivery. Each violation could result in a civil penalty of, of up to such a random number, $43,792. Why don't I just round it up to an even 44 <laughs> Uh Numerous studies by labor experts and gig workers themselves regularly contradict much higher average wage claims by gig companies. A DoorDash spokesman said Wednesday that its delivery workers make more than $25 an hour on average while working less than $4 a week. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> as for what could spark an investigation, the FTC welcomes complaints from any source, whether their co- competitors are current, former and prospective workers of a company. I oh mean, as, as soon as the idiots on Twitter hear that, they're going to be flooding FTC with complaints. Uh, it has to be based on concrete facts. It can't be based on one person who's working 22-hour days. All right. So this, um, uh, my first reaction when I saw this story is, what took them some, so long? Shouldn't this have been done like five years ago? And, th- and then my second thought was, what if they go after YouTubers or bloggers? You know, how many clickbait videos are there of, I'm guilty of this myself, I made $2,000 in one week or two weeks with Lyft. You know, there's tons of videos like that out there, you know, of people essentially, fi- not fishing, but in a way, f- fishing with an F, not fishing with a PH, you know, fishing for people to use their, <laughs> their affiliate code, um, so they can get that sweet, sweet um, referral bounty. So, um, Lewis, I'll turn it over to you. What was, what's your reaction to this?
0: Well, I think that the problem is getting bigger and bigger, and and it, it was a matter of time until we see uh, these type of situations where the government and 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 the FTC uh, put the hands on the on the situation. I, a lot of drivers are angry. In my case, I am with this. Hispanic um, community, and I know for a fact that they are really angry. Uh, I don't support uh, it, oh, everything that uh, gig workers um, uh, trying to do, uh, uh, trying to to earn w- I'm, I'm wages, and 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 because I believe in in the liberty of being a self employee uh, or or gig worker i mean but uh some some drivers create this for example in new york city new york they create the uh let me say it in spanish los deliveristas unidos those kinds of groups uh trying to of course fight against the companies uh and uh, they they fight for the rights and it's getting bigger and bigger it was a matter of time that's what i think about this this
2: uh news yeah uh i i definitely agree that it was a matter of time i think uh transparency is something that we all are trying to achieve when you're out there doing these kind of work and and you know like what chad said it took a very long time um but labor rights is a big deal right now um the leverage is still with the people in terms of labor, because these companies are desperate to get people to take these jobs. But the idea that we still are have to deal with the games that's being played with, you know, DoorDash and the tip not being transparent with tips, not being transparent with earnings. Um, I think these companies, when they do say uh, the typical person is making this much money, they're they're grabbing big city areas like my area in New York City or California, where well, yeah, you could possibly make with their advertising, but it is not it doesn't exist everywhere. And I think that more regla- more regulation is going to happen with these, these companies. It's a foregone conclusion. It's how much regulation? And is there going to be some uh, consequences due to the regulation that these companies are, or these
1: politicians yeah. are putting onto these companies? Yeah, we said that before. And it's like, as much as we are not fans of regulation, because I mean, all regulation is at the point of a proverbial gun, it's not voluntary, you know? These companies. I'm not saying i got a cave to like the twitter mob on every little issue but still those people are the ones that are annoyed enough that will actually call their congressmen senators mayors whoever <laughs> and get legislation to get their way only to leave the app like a year or two later if if that long so um yeah like regulation i think is it's part of the well i probably shouldn't say this i'm not a austrian economist or whatever but regulation in sort of a way is part of the free market it's like if you don't, if you don't regulate, the government will, unless you're in, in Arco capital uh, and Capistan, you know, which is a fictional place. But um, Kyle knows here, and John McCallian's here. Sup, gents? Uh, is a uh, Gary here? I didn't see him. Anyway, let's move on to the next story. Exclusive data shows most new Gig drivers are women and nearly all of them are doing delivery. So I'm just going to go down here stride a gig worker benefits company with 2.7 million users surveyed people who became drivers in the past six months. Almost 90% of them are doing grocery delivery or other courier jobs. One quarter of respondents said they were delivering groceries. Only 7% of the new drivers were working for ride hailing services like Uber and Lyft. And I, I love a uh, business insider because I always have these lovely graphs. I'm not a fan of gray and lavender, <laughs> you know, uh ride hailing had previously been the favorite job among workers because it offered higher wages and more reliable demand not around here but a number of factors including concern among drivers for their health and safety along the popular grocery delivery has flipped the script it could be a drag ubers and Lyft's businesses that less than 10 percent of new drivers in the survey said they were joining the ride hailing side with covid infections on the wane the companies have been banking on the return of drivers nationally to rebounding demand Both companies have been dealing with a crush of people, hailing rides and not enough drivers to serve them. That's led to surging prices. Driver concerns over health and safety could also be responsible for another prominent trend in the data. Almost two thirds of new drivers are women. It's a reversal from the gender breakdown of more tenured drivers. 62% of those surveyed who've been doing it for three years or more are men. Stride CEO, Noah Lang said the rise of delivery partly explained this shift. A woman might feel more comfortable driving a package than sharing a car with a stranger. These changes in the demographic breakdown of gig workforce appear permanent only 20% of the drivers the company surveyed said they intended to go back to the jobs they had beforehand yeah so you can see this uh, chart uh 62 of new gig workers are women compared to you know 36 percent for men so um this is i hate to say it but this is kind of file under duh you know not drivers utility helper but you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> stating the obvious um Well, I mean, obviously, women are going to be more inclined to do delivery and grocery stuff because it's just safer. Nobody's in your car. You know, we know how dangerous ride uh, share it can be. Um, But also, I mean, especially Instacart corner shop and ship. I mean, grocery shopping, people are going to call me a sexist, but that is kind of a womanly, matronly kind of duty. You know what I mean? The wife...
0: That is because uh, women can do so many things at the same time and mm-hmm. when they are in the in the in the grocery store they can they they are uh watching taking a product and thinking like four things at the same time of of, of product that they ha- they have to go and take so groceries are like the thing for 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 uh women but i mean it's not sexiest or something like that it's just that they are better <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I <laughs> know.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. Think, uh, I agree. Yeah, are women but, better at multitasking than men?
0: I it's it's a sorry that I interrupt. It's a pain oh. for me to do uh, Instacart. I I it's hard. It's really hard. <laughs>
2: I don't know that's if they're. Do. I mean, I don't want to go. We're not going to get into a conversation about what <laughs> many women in terms of <laughs> skills. But I would say, from my experience, uh, when I order Instacart, usually. Um, when a when a man when a man is doing it, there there's mistakes made. There's either the fruits that they pick up aren't as ripe, or as fresh. And when a woman is doing it, I usually don't have that much issues. But that's just anecdotal. That's not necessarily the whole span of things. But I think going to the original part of the story, uh, yeah, women. I think just like anything else, the barrier to entry is is low. Um, I think a lot of people are looking at it. Just talking to people, uh, many girls that look well, well, women that I know, trying uh, Uber Eats for the first time, DoorDash for the first time. It's it's an easy way to make a few dollars. It's flexible, so even you have kids, you're able to have someone watch them, go out, make a, f- a few dollars for a few hours. I think they just realize that it's a, it's, it's such an easy gig to do. It's an easy thing to do. And yeah, ride sharing. I don't know who wants to do ride sharing anymore. That's why I guess yeah. the fares are so high. Uh, but definitely, it's something that everyone should be trying to be honest yeah that's why it's so saturated right now but everyone should be trying it
1: yeah well not not in my market try it in somebody else's market <laughs> 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 John John McCallion said Chad better hope Jen go doesn't hear your sexist remarks uh, I
2: don't think she's watching
1: you know
0: but the one thing the the thing is that uh, women are really uh, um, the the the, the the girls are outside doing the work, and I think uh, for two major reasons. The first thing is that they, they realize that it's not that difficult, it's not that dangerous for for them. Uh, I'm talking about delivery and groceries, and the the crisis. The crisis put you in the street, and 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 when they are there doing the the work, they feel the trust, and it's not that bad as. I was this week, I'm uh, for the first time I drive for for Uber, Rideshare, uh, and and Lyft. That was the first time, and I was scared. And I'm a man. <laughs> I, I'm a man, but I was scared. So I, I understand. But the the crisis, man, it's yeah.
1: Did yeah. you have any trouble, or was it smooth?
0: No, it was good. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting used to it still
1: <laughs> by the way we should have pointed out in case you didn't know luis is from venezuela originally
0: yeah so if i if i sound like sofia vergara please understand <laughs> no she's
1: colombian isn't she
0: yeah she's from yeah about uh yeah. no below venezuela yeah oh cool cool mm-hmm.
1: uh, all right let's move on i don't usually go to vox but this one's pretty good why hertz's big tesla deal is such a blockbuster the car rental giant is making a huge bet on electric vehicles and bringing Uber along for the ride on um, they they have a commercial with Tom Brady who just lost right before we start. I might point out Tesla became a trillion dollar company this week after the announcement of a massive deal with Hertz, the rail car company said it would purchase a hundred thousand Tesla model three sedans by the end of 2022. And that t- that sent Tesla's stock price north of a hundred, thousand dollars a share. Two days later Hertz revealed that Uber had committed to renting as many As half of these electric vehicles to its rideshare drivers, Hertz even recruited Tom Brady to promote its new fleet. Hertz is spending an estimated $4.2 billion under the assumption that with its Tesla rentals become available next month, the cars will be so desirable that its customers will pay higher higher rates for what the company says will be a premium differentiated rental experience. Meanwhile, Uber is offering drivers a small subsidy and discounts on certain charging stations as they agree to pay $334 a week to rent a Tesla from Hertz. The rideshare company thinks that this new rental approach could lay the groundwork for a future more environmentally conscious business model, despite the fact that the company has a mixed record when it comes to leasing cars to drivers. Um, The success of Uber's new deal with Hertz obviously depends on whether or not it can convince drivers to sign up for the rental program. Uber drivers can already rent out other cars through an existing partnership with Hertz, which advertises a weekly rental base of about $214 a week, excluding fees while renting a Tesla would be more expensive. Uber has promised that the cost will eventually dropped from the current 334 to 299, possibly even lower. Uber is off, also offering Tesla drivers an extra dollar per trip up to $4,000 annually. That's pretty nice. And any Uber driver electric vehicle can get discounts at EVgo electric vehicle charging stations. Less than 10% of Uber drivers currently rent their vehicles. Um, I kind of disagree with Vox that this is such a big deal. I mean, that, right there, they said less than 10% of Uber drivers currently rent their vehicles. And also, they said it was what three hundred thirty-four dollars a week. So you have to pay three hundred forty dollars, three hundred thirty-four dollars, just to have the car. Which then you have to give enough rides and make enough money to not only offset that three thirty-four plus, to actually make a profit. So I, this this would only fly in like, you know, cities where their the demand is like super high and the rate card is super high. I wonder if uh Steve from Rideshare Rodeo is watching because I'm sure he'll comment on this on his show. But um yeah, I mean I I'm not gonna certainly not in Orlando. I'm not paying 330. I I think the most I would pay is like uh, 50 bucks, maybe a hundred. <laughs> Cause like I would I would make like less than well I I mean I can't make a hundred dollars a day as an Uber driver, maybe $120, one twenty, one forty on a really good day, but you know. I don't see the point of Robin Peer to pay Paul. So would you, yeah. would you do this, uh, Lewis?
0: Well, what I, I think about two, two points here. Um, the first thing is who is the winner in this uh, negotiation? And the other thing is uh, $3,300. Uh, I don't know who is going to pay for that, but I know who isn't. And it's not... Uh, a person that is renting a, a geek economy app, because that yeah. is a situation that we can see these days, people renting accounts. And it's amazing how many people are renting accounts and paying for accounts. Those people are not going to get a Tesla. What
1: do you think, Hannibal?
2: Yeah, this uh, program will only work in the biggest cities. I think... Um, uh, one of the articles i remember reading a couple days ago they said that uh it was like cities like in la san francisco washington dc so it has to be a pretty um lucrative area for you to even decide to rent a tesla um i just think this deal is a big deal for tesla because they're just the cars are just getting out there more i remember a year or two ago where it was rare to see a Tesla. Now I see them every day in my market. So I'm always seeing people. So it's becoming more of a car that people are, are getting and it's more and more out there on the road. Um, It's still a bad deal. $334 a week. doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think you could better off either buying a vehicle much less, less cost. Um, I guess I have to figure out. I don't know the maintenance for a Tesla. I don't know if it's the easiest car to handle. Maybe that offsets some maintenance issues. Um, But Big deal for Tesla. For gig economy workers, like like you said, probably not a big deal. And I think most people are not going to take up that three hundred and thirty four a week offer yeah. to have a Tesla. I don't think that would be a good idea, especially in, in this current economic climate.
1: Yeah, this commenter Christina Hanson said, "No Tesla unless I can just rent for one week." Which that might be, I that might be feasible. I would rent one just for one week, just to drive it, just to see what it's like. You know. There's but. a Geektuber, uh by the name of Rodzilla that
2: oh, yeah. uses the Tesla. So I was asking, like, what's the what's the maintenance cost? Is it just a set it and forget it? You get this car and it runs beautifully, and you don't have to worry about anything. Maybe yeah. then it'd be a, a consideration because I would like to have one for a personal yeah. uh, for a personal ride, but not for not to rent from Hertz. Yeah, I John
0: says
1: Hertz would pay for the
0: maintenance. I made a video about the the electric cars and the The other thing is that drivers are not that uh, interest in in driving uh, an electric car
2: because the charging, right? the charge it takes it still takes too long to charge a thing, right? like i I know I know back in the day it was like eight hours is it still six to eight hours to charge the car?
0: Something like that like and and the other the other the other mm. thing is I think is for for some markets it's 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 not gonna be for all markets. It's like the robots. So a lot. Of, I receive a lot of videos of these little robots. Kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that is not for. I live in Houston. This is a, a. This is a highway. I mean, it's. I don't see a robot driving <laughs> in the 59. I. I don't see that. It's, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> to get to the. To get to the to the house is it's difficult for a, a little. Uh, robot. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. I don't think it takes six hours because I see Tesla charging stations at Wawa.
2: And there's no way to sit
1: at the gas station for, for all day Yeah, my
2: my my, yeah, my my mind is like early, early models. I'm sure it's still yeah, I'm sure it's fast, but still like getting, you know, I can get my gas in and out in two minutes while someone's sitting there charging the car. And when you're working at a gig economy, time is the most important factor, right? You need time you need to be able to re, you know, charge up and move. I don't know if they're there yet compared to someone just getting
0: gas. Mm-hmm. So who is the winner? Because according to
2: what I, still, we I, saying- say, I still say Tesla.
0: Right? I yeah. mean,
2: Tesla is how much is a over a thousand dollars of stock? Like, yeah, I that's think Elon do. Musk is still now he's the richest person in the world now. So, I guess Tesla is winning.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's take our first break. Uh, this is an ad for Driver's Utility Helper, who has been with us since the early days, and we'll be right back in thirty seconds.
3: Are you a DoorDash delivery driver? Would you like to be safer and less stressed while driving and earn more at the same time? The Driver's Utility Helper app allows you to do just that. Create custom filters and its automated system does the work for you, automatically declining unwanted low-paying requests and accepting more profitable requests so you can focus on driving. Visit acceptordecline.com to get started today.
1: All right, let's move on. So this is from the Financial Times. Uh, Just Eat Takeaway rebuffs call to sell Grubhub. Activist inve- investor Cat Rock suggests Amazon, Instacart, and Walmart would be interested in U.S. Food Delivery Group. Just Eat com completed $7.3 billion acquisition of Grubhub only four months ago, but its share price has fallen more than 32% this year, prompting investors to call for it to sell off assets or risk a hostile takeover. CatRock, Rock, a Connecticut-based activist investor, has built a 6 percent stake in just eat takeaway instead of money that the board has so far failed to fix the deep and damaging undervaluation of its equity by taking tangible action to unlock the value of its portfolio. It added that just eat takeaway had been distracted by Grubhub and the acquisition had reduced the group's financial flexibility. CatRock, which invested in takeaway as early as twenty seventeen, suggested that selling Grubhub to Amazon Whole Foods to improve competition in the US food delivery market. It added that Instacart or Walmart could also use Grubhub to compete against DoorDash and Uber Eats, and that's pretty much it. Um, this isn't the first time we've covered a story like this. We, in fact, we had one very similar last week about the uh, was it the Dutch guy who's the CEO of Jet, basically Correct. saying, you know, oh, oops, or they said it might be part of a consolidation or something like that. So, um, I, I ran a po- I ran a poll. I think it was this week. I said, do you think Grubhub? is going to fold it's going to stay at number three forever well you know we'll will drop down to as small as like waiter or bite squad i don't know what do you what do you guys think is the the future of grubhub
0: well in in latin america we have a um we we say uh, uh this uh this uh we have this saying that uh it's like when the river sounds is because stones are coming
3: that's translation.
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is that it's like nobody wants to to have uh, or or deal or I think uh, with Grubhub. I think um, Grubhub is not in a good position right now. Uh, they just take away. Then we heard about Uber trying to to make uh, to purchase Grubhub, and they say no. But then I mean, this is a company that is been uh, in this situation for a long time. I think that Grubhub is going to have issues in the future. I don't know.
2: Grubhub is still pretty um, lucrative in big city markets. Um, yeah, I only could talk about it in New York City, but it's still pretty strong. So they still have a, still a strong foothold. So the company still has some viability in terms of at least one big market, which is one of the biggest markets in the world, New York City. Um, I think I don't know if, at this point. You don't know what's happening. You don't know they playing. They playing coy. Um, they you know it. If someone say, hey, I'm really I'm ready to get rid of this car right now, it won't be as valuable to sell if I kind of pretended I didn't want to sell the car. Like, I don't want to sell. I love this car. This is great. So I'm wondering if they're just trying to get one of Amazon or Uber to overpay for this this property. Because I think it was, a you know, just by going by all the articles that, you know, was read and me and Chad talked about uh, just eat water lemon. Grubhub is a the lemon. They bought a lemon and they they kind of realized that was a big, big mistake. What can they do? It would be smart to sell. Who wants to sell and they want to try not to lose a lot of money in the process? And I think this is maybe some gamesmanship trying to put confidence in this thing, but at the same time trying to get it sold. I think it would be a smart idea to sell it uh, because uh, they lost a lot of ground compared to Uber Eats and DoorDash in yeah. the U- U.S. market, right? Like, I mean, That's what Grubhub is, a U.S. market.
1: John said Jet doesn't want to spend the money necessary to gain market share. Yeah, I mean they should have been spending money a long time ago.
2: Exactly. The only thing I could
1: think of is that they should just double down and then buy Waiter and Buy Squad, and then they can have that whole, you know, tiny sector of the, the 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 one-off brands you never heard of, you know.
2: Hmm.
1: All right. Let, let's move on. Another Business Insider story. Whoops, Let me uh, hide this. There we go. The CEO of Instacart Challenger Point Pickup. First of all, I disagree that Point Pickup is a challenger to Instacart. Wants to save the gig economy and win over workers by making gig work as dependable, a dependable job with Perk. So for the founder and CEO of gig economy delivery company, Tom Fiorita has surprisingly little faith in the gig economy. He calls his outfit Point Pickup, the largest delivery company nobody's ever heard of. I agree. Founded in 2015, its national network of 350,000 drivers makes deliveries for Walmart Kroger, and other major grocers. It's drivers and shoppers, and millions like them who work for Ship, Instacart, DoorDash, and more take one work, one task a, or gig at a time. The current way it's being done, we believe, is not sustainable in the future. That's why he's launching Points, an online platform for gig works that aims to make this kind of work a viable way of life in the long term and a viable business model. The platform has launched an invitation-only beta test offering insurance purchasing, banking services, and a reward system where workers can earn points to exchange for cash bonuses vacations, and discounts. The full version will launch for all point pickup drivers in the fall and expand the entire gig ecosystem in the future. Uh, Major gig players like Instacart, Nordash, and Postmates, they're not even around anymore, could all eventually be gig point clients. So could retailers that don't currently use gig workers. He aims to grow the platform into a digital hub for work that's increasingly being outsourced to gig workers, like counting inventory, seasonal cashier work, and resetting store displays. The overall approach could benefit the gig companies too, since the legal challenges to gig work are unlikely to stop. It's a wave that we cannot stop. I think the government knows it. Um, call me crazy, but it sounds like they're trying to go to like a W2 model. You know, it's a, it's like a joke that I've seen around the internet where like everybody, you pay like so much for Disney plus and Hulu and Netflix and Amazon prime. And and it's like, man, somebody should just bundle all these in one things together. Oh yeah. That's called cable TV. Mm-hmm. And it, that seems to be, it seems to be what a lot of people have been saying the last few years. You know, is everybody just they want the the flexibility and the of the 1099 life, but with the guarantees and the benefits of a W two job. And you can't have your cake and eat it too. I mean, that's what AB five was supposed to do was to give, uh, you know, you know. But again, the the midwits they don't understand that, and also. It seems like this is another uh, ch- like similar app to like Stride or Moose Financial or uh, Gridwise, you know, like some kind of like a, you know, uh, you know, like you can buy health insurance and get cash advances and or, or like Cover too, you know, which is a sponsor of my show. Um, so <laughs>
0: there <am> I, too.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know. Do you guys think this has any future? Well, uh, no. No. I mean, we can see DoorDash and GrubHub and even Uber uh, hustling. And uh, for example, Point Pickup. I have Point Pickup, and I, I, I haven't made an order like never with that with that app. So I think I, I don't see a future for for these apps. Um, what 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 is the plan in the end? Um, we have the the monsters here that uh, I'm I'm talking about DoorDash. Instacart. I don't. I don't know. My my takeaway is I, I'm not interested in that thing. It's too complicated for me. Um, the most uh, popular apps uh, that we know, uh, we can we can um, work with those apps and earn money. And the, the 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 thing is that those apps are not good. So I don't see the point.
3: Yeah, similar to
2: you similar to you Lewis I've signed up for point pickup months ago like over six seven months in my market have not received one mm-hmm. order usually anything I've seen was something too far and it just compared to the other apps it just wasn't feasible I need to turn it back on I actually had I when we was talking about it I looked at my app and I needed an update so let me update it maybe maybe it's something happening now Um <laughs> But you know competition is always a good thing I, I i want other companies to come in with new ideas all the time most won't make it i mean a lot of a lot of this the success is market share and right now you yeah, had big dogs you like, know, doordash i mean nba is doordash is a sponsor of nba every five seconds you're hearing something about doordash when you're watching an nba game it's so, like marketing is probably the bulk of it i mean that's what they spend all money so i i'm interested in different ideas different apps i think it's always a good idea Anyone who's working in the gig economy, even if you have a W-2 and you do it on the side, uh, the gig stuff on the side, look at all these apps that's coming in, different ideas coming in. Yeah, some are going to be complicated and maybe not the best in terms of uh, ease, in terms of figure it out. But I think it's always good to, to have companies trying to uh, knock out the big dogs. But yeah, point pickup, uh, just get some more orders in. I still don't know what's you know i have it downloaded I haven't received one order yet so i'm agree
0: yeah. I, i'm totally agree and if you see my channel I, i'm always saying you have to you you gotta have more apps you cannot uh, keep just doordash or just being with with uber you have to you need options exactly. uh, but, uh we, here in texas we have favor and 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 i think that like everything everything is marketing and yep. what favor did was great because they offer to pay, uh, f- uh, like gr- gr- like Grubhub for an hour. If you don't receive any any order, you they pay you for the hour, and that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and and I sign up f- uh, for uh, with Favor because of that. Uh, some from condi- the condition, you have to accept order and those things. But in the end, is marketing. If you don't if you if you don't invest in marketing, in, in, if you don't have uh, I mean, what is point pickup is Walmart and go to pharmacies. You don't understand. Yeah. People have to understand an app to, you know, to, to go in and try and, and, and try to pay money in the end. Everything is money in favor. Like in Texas, they, they really, they pay good.
1: They do. Mm.
0: This
1: is one, of those experiments that'll work like in certain markets only, you know, but like, like maybe 10% of the country or less, And then the other 90 something percent will just be like, I have no use for this, you know? So, um, let's move on. We got a bunch of videos. Uh, We got one that's kind of a bummer, but then they get kind of funny after this. So this is about, um, a Minneapolis, uh, a lot of Uber and Lyft drivers in Minneapolis are getting carjacked. So I'm just going to play this.
2: Since mid-August, more than 40 Uber and Lyft drivers have been robbed or carjacked. 12 in just the last seven days. WCCO's Pafua Yang is here now to explain how this keeps happening and the impact it's having on both
4: drivers and passengers, Pafua,
3: Amelia, well, police say that in many of these instances, they have happened in North Minneapolis, and while officers have arrested some suspects, the trend continues. I spoke to Uber drivers who say that they're considering changing jobs due to the crimes.
2: Young black man jumped out Open my door, put a gun in my face, told me, get out the car.
3: It's the scary Those situation the Lyft driver Tanika Tatum encountered this week. Now the trauma leaves her questioning whether she wants to continue her part-time job. I don't know if I'll, I don't know about drive. I don't know. Tatum says she was dropping off a passenger Thursday night when suddenly her vehicle was pinned in by several cars. After someone pointed a gun at her face, she acted fast. I just kind of
2: gunned it and drove until we got to a safe uh, safe place.
3: Minneapolis police say there have been multiple incidents where rideshare drivers are asked to wait a few minutes. They say a group of armed people may come and block the driver's vehicle, then try to rob the driver. Some drivers have been assaulted and pistol whipped.
1: Have a dash cam to be quote what what's going on.
3: Full time Uber driver Turving says it's situations like this that keep him away from driving at night.
1: It's Such a lack of
0: drivers. A lot of drivers are scared. You don't they don't know what they're gonna go through each night.
3: Rideshare users are surprised an alert hasn't come out sooner, especially with the uptick in crimes.
1: Seems like there's there's a lot of uncertainty right now with, with everything going on, and um, I think it's it's good to have uh, some warnings out.
3: Minneapolis police say that if you become a crime to this type of, uh, I'm sorry, if you become a victim to this type of crime, he says, ditch the car, forget it, and don't try to keep your car. We'll have more tips on at wcco.com.
1: All right. So, I mean, we've heard a lot of stories about carjacking and Uber and Lyft drivers before. The one thing that's um, that nobody brought up in the story is didn't Minneapolis vote to defund their police? So Didn't these people get what they voted for? The, the, pr- the problem is, and this is a, a the,
2: the crime has increased throughout the entire country. You know, you know, we don't want to all go pol- you know, get political in here, but there are certain decisions that were made. They are creating this situation, not just what happened, like with the defunding stuff, but currently, with certain certain mandates, is happening. Uh, things are becoming more and more dangerous, uh, especially for us gig workers who are outside, not just rideshare, especially with your rideshare, but people who are delivering food to people. Um, yeah, carjack carjackings, assaults, <laughs> everything is you know robberies are all on the an uptick, and I do believe uh, just what just what the piece was saying gotta have a dash cam and also if you are being held up in carjack do not try to fight just get, get the car's not worth your life if this if they're looking for the car give them the car you know mm-hmm. um she, she thank goodness that she was able to escape but that could have that could have went worse where someone decided to retaliate for you trying to leave and bullets uh, fa- you know travel fast in the car so it, it, you have to all be careful and i think that's why uber and lyft is such a difficult
1: spot right now uh not
2: of drivers and no one wants to do it.
1: <laughs> My car has low jack on it. So if it got stolen, I'd get it back. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Are you, are you worried about getting a car jack, Lewis? Louis?
0: Of course. And, and, and the, the sad thing is that this is a situation. I mean, this is a type of business that put us in risk and it's sad, but, but I mean, we, we have to be aware of the, we are exposed and what we can do is to, uh, because we can, we we can, we cannot prevent these situations. This if this is going to happen is going to happen, and what we do, what we can do is uh, have the cam, the dash cam, uh, try not to fight, and hope, uh, hope that everything is going to be fine. Because even if you are in a good neighborhood, you can uh, you can pick up someone that it doesn't look good. Uh, I was doing some ride share this weekend, and i I um, I pick up uh, a, a person and it, this person it was in the end, everything was fine, but you never know. you never know. you you we are exposed. This is a type of business that uh, put put us in this situation. We can put uh, a person in this situation, but just avoid prevent, prevent and and have the cam and I don't know, give the car that's
1: what i can say it's Mm, difficult i don't hear it sorry mike (laughs) is muted uh i'm sure it was pointless anyway so let's move on to the next story (laughs) more (laughs) bad news for gopuff gopuff workers strike at one of the 15 billion dollar startups busiest warehouse that's a hell of a strike right there like i can't believe that's the photo that they they ran all right whatever a strike has hobbled one of GoPuff's busiest warehouses as workers protest pain and other issues, according to people familiar with the situation. This is the latest example of a wave of protests across the U.S. known as Striketober. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the Instacart strike. I don't know what else is going on. The GoPuff warehouse in the Ludlow neighborhood of Philly was rerouting words because it was effectively shut down by a labor action. Drivers were blocking access points to the facility in apparent solidarity with warehouse workers, according to people and internal communications viewed by Insider. GoPuff initially planned for the Lilo warehouse to be closed in the busy Halloween weekend, but the company was later able to open it on Friday. Since the summer, tensions have been running high between drivers and GoPuff managers in the area, with the drivers alleging that the company has been shortchanging them and refusing to hear their demands for more consistency and clarity about how much they're set to make on a shift. The 15 billion startup has grown so quickly that its warehouses and supply chain are chaotic, with food sometimes thrown away in mass, which we talked about, what, like a week or two ago? GoPuff's average earnings for delivery partners are among the highest in the industry with average earnings in the U.S. between $18 to $25 per hour over the last two weeks. Delivery partners from this facility in Philadelphia averaged about $18 per hour, a company spokesperson wrote in an emailed statement. GoPuff also said no warehouse workers protested. Well, I mean, our first story was about how they can't um, can't make false claims about how much money you're going to make. So be careful what you say there, GoPuff. But uh, I don't know, man. GoPuff just sounds awful. Do you do
0: GoPuff, Luis? I, I even have a video of GoPuff. And the funny thing is that uh, they suspended my account because I didn't update some paperwork because I didn't want to move, go on with the app. And they still send me messages like, hey, come back. We have mm-hmm. so many orders for you. It is, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I live, uh, as you know, in Houston and everything is so far. And I, I made a video of GoPuff and I didn't like it because you have to go to the warehouse, pick up things, uh, deliver it, the things, and then go back to the warehouse and again and again. And in the end, you are like, what is going back and back and back and forward? And so I don't like that app, uh, but it's not the thing. The thing is that uh, the payment is so bad that I, I, I don't. They should be in the FTC situation, too. I think let's, they are. Let's yeah. let's, let's write a, an email to to let. I don't know if they are in <laughs> the FTC, but the yeah, payment, they were. I thought the payments are work. awful with the GoPro. I don't like GoPro, mm-hmm. and I I I said that in the video. It's, <laughs> it's
1: yeah, amazing. Hannibal is in New York, the king of the 15 minute delivery people. Yeah.
2: yeah, have you ever used this there's, go- there's, there's, there's still gorillas. This has gorillas out here. There's something called. I'm not. I may not get it right. Fridge no more, or something like that. Another ten to fifteen minute, uh, you know, quick delivery. I have not uh, ordered from any of those two. Actually, I should see how if they actually will get me my stuff in fifteen minutes. But GoPuff is having so much bad press. I don't know. Again, who knows what's happening with, you know, these corporate gamesmanship and using the media, and and again, it's probably all true. GoPuff seems like it's not. It's again growing too fast for its own good and it's not efficient or sustainable as a business model. I mean, we saw an article a couple of weeks back where thousands and thousands of dollars of food is being thrown away. Uh, they, you know, there's no business can be sustained from that. So, who is going to buy them? I guess that's my my thought. Like, who is going to take this crap <laughs> of a company? Um, it's still a multi billion dollar valuation. I, I forgot the, how much it's worth, but who's going to take it? Is it Amazon? Uh, Uber, who's gonna take this company on, and and fix a lot of the crap that's happening to it?
0: And, and the other thing with GoPuff is that they are so complicated. To have GoPuff, you have to download like three apps. You have to go download the yeah. GoPuff app and Slack and 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 I work and mm. it's so complicated, really. And I think they
1: they change it so it's just one app now. Oh, they they do they I'm do text back. me. I am. Going back. <laughs> check it out <laughs> <laughs> i still I'm, I'm i signed up with gopuff a few months ago but i haven't even it's kind of like um well, it's kind of like you know doordash or grubhub where well actually no gopuff is a set scheduled shift like you can ske- you can schedule your shift like a week in advance or you can just hope that a block opens up so it's a lot like amazon flex
0: yeah, and and, and well the, the thing is that it depends on the market too, because maybe I'm saying here it's a bad app, but maybe here but in the in other cities maybe it's it's, a, it's it's working. it's like dispatch. I sign up yeah. for dispatch, and I was so excited, and it it was the most difficult app to sign up because it's not like do everything and then we we're gonna answer if you are in or out, but no, this is like it, Uh, just put uh, take pictures of of your car and then three days later later you have to upload another document and three days days Mm -hmm. later and it's like that and i've been waiting for an order like for two weeks and it's nothing Mm -hmm. i I go online and i'm like nothing Nothing. and i want to do a video to show people how it how it is and the same thing with gobo
1: yeah i think we've beaten this dead horse All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Chappelle Show. I mean, this week's game (laughs) news. Meet Joe. He's a rideshare driver that drives for Uber and Lyft. Joe currently uses multiple phones to efficiently drive for Uber and Lyft. But this can be a pain at times, and very unsafe. That was until Joe found Maximo, the rideshare app that automates Uber and Lyft ride requests. Maximo will use the filters set by Joe, like time, distance, and passenger rating, to determine which rides are best suited for Joe. When a ride request comes in, Joe doesn't need to worry. Maximo will automatically accept the ride request that matches his filters, and then turn off the app that isn't currently on a ride. Once Joe finishes the ride, Maximo will turn everything back on. This will allow Joe to focus more on his passengers and driving safe.
0: That's nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely recommend using Maximo. You just have to have an Android, though. So. All right. So now we got all our TikTok videos. And usually we have like one or two a week. I think I have like six this week. (laughs) That was a crazy week. Actually, the first one's not particularly funny. It's just it got a traction. So Um, a lot of these are from the Daily Dot. This is the most poorly written headline. It said, you should be ashamed for trying to bash this man. TikToker says DoorDasher went through her bag of food, sparking debate. And it turns out she was right. So like this is a ring doorbell, you know, and she said it, him and like two or three other people were in this car and they were like going through the bags. It's like they could zoom in with a ring uh, doorbell and see that they were swapping food out or whatever. And uh, actually, let me just play. I'm going to play. The- you no, know, sir. I got you on my recording video going all through my bag and
3: separating food. I did not want that.
4: My, my, boyfriend, my boyfriend just watched y'all through the window go through them bags. You don't want it no more. Y'all switch
3: I two making, around. I two,
4: no, I have two different orders. I was but making they sure they that your the, order they don't
2: put two orders in one bag, sir that, That's not how it works.
4: No, my they're not order, in one bag. They
3: again, you lying.
1: Yeah, that's true. They don't put two orders in one bag mm. unless it's like that, the, it's, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take that food either. He looked, yeah. he looked shady. He, lo- he was doing something with the food. I wouldn't have that food either. Also, I mean, you order checkers or wh- whatever it was at 3 in the morning. You're not going to get white glove service, you know? I just don't understand. Well, at why least you they- don't
2: want service of someone putting their hands into <laughs> your food. At least give me yeah. the bag sealed how it should be if there's something wrong. I understand the idea that, you know, DoorDash wants us to check orders even though it's not possible because everything is sealed up. Uh, don't go into people's bags. I mean, clearly he was something was off. Uh, yeah. at first he was trying to, trying to find a way to explain it, but uh, I guess they were really hawkish and looking at the car being pulled up to see what were they doing. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't take that food either, though. If I uh, so, I agree with the woman.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I've been doing uh, this. Um, I I had the hot bags. I normally I do. I, I do put the hot bag in the in the in the front seat. Uh, I have this. Uh, it's called a stupid tray. It's great. It's, it's amazing. I love the stupid tray. That's the name of the tray that you put <laughs> in, the, in the seat and in level up your food. Whatever. I've been putting the the food in the trunk, all food, and I'm I'm I, I I'm like I want to I want to um, be seen by the customer that I'm not with the food. Uh, with me, it's like I don't know. It's it, that is a delicate situation. It's food, so we yeah. have to be careful with that.
1: Uh, it's possible the restaurant messed up, but still, you got to make sure it's correct when you pick it up. Or at least do that at the store, not when you're right in front of the customer's door. So, all right, let's let's move on. We got a funny one here. Um, there's not much to set up on this one. See, I mean, you can just see from the the screenshot. This guy got a. A uh, Doordash delivery for 741.1 miles. I'm just gonna play the video. I think it's about 40 seconds or something.
2: If you live in Rhode Island and you just ordered Godavari off Doordash, make a sandwich because you ain't finna get your food. nigga. You, your food is not arriving tonight. That meal is as good as gone. Forget about it because ain't nobody bringing you that food. I'm trying to send. T- they trying to send me on an adventure, but well, they trying to talk about 741.1 miles for nine dollars and- in. I should have came with the right hook with me. Oh, my gosh. Delivered by 9.53 p.m. When? Wednesday? Because it's not going to be tonight. <laughs> that food is not around. What are you talking about, 9.53 p.m.?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, that that's pretty funny. I've, I've never gotten an order like that, but I have seen other screenshots of, like, these crazy long-distance deliveries. It's got to be just yeah. some kind of glitch. I wish exactly. Gary was here. I
2: think Uber Eats had some weird ones, too. I've seen video or pictures of, like, What's happening here? But I'm wondering that order, that restaurant is that like a franchise? I'm assuming it may have multiple locations. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how the bug could even come to be, but that was pretty funny though.
0: But the thing is that that is not good press for DoorDash. No, right. like this that that video was viral. That is really bad press for DoorDash. Yeah, that's why the yeah. the, the 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 CEO is never is anywhere. You you don't see him because everybody's like oh. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I agree.
2: I mean, but DoorDash gets negative uh, stories weekly, it seems. Uh, Just, uh, but yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: Just read the Twitter. Amazing. the Twitter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if you thought that was bad PR for DoorDash, wait till you see this one. It's too expensive to tip DoorDash driver reveals how not tipping leads to extremely late McDonald's sparking debate in viral TikTok. <laughs>
4: So I just put picked up an order for DoorDash, right? You guys don't like the tip. It's okay. And uh I'm gonna tell you Oops. So I just put picked up an order for DoorDash, right? You guys don't like the tip, it's okay. And uh I'm gonna tell you the result of not tipping. These two bags have been made by 1215. At 1215, that's when they serve this off of their screen. I used to work at McDonald's, so I know. Um I go to the the little voice box speaker, and I'm like, hey, I'm here for an order, and I tell her the last and she's like, oh my god, that's been here for an hour, and I was like, what, you're lying, so then she pulled up, and this this was on the thing, and I looked at the, because I knew when to look at the time, and I was like, 12.15, it's 1.27 now! This has been ready for an hour and it's because they ain't tip and I'm a, I'm going to show you guys how much I got paid out and see how much they tip. Not at a tip. That's that's why 625. DoorDash Door only pays us $2. They had to make somebody go deliver that first. So
1: Yeah, no tip, no trip. We
4: no said it no no in time. Tip.
0: I was thinking the same. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, uh when so that that McDonald's is, is inedible because if you don't get you don't get it hot, it doesn't taste good at all, especially the fries. I love McDonald's fries. If I, if they're cold, I mean, all right, I'll still eat them, but I'm a pig. Most people <laughs> won't because it's basically you use it like you can use a door stopper because it's just not edible. Um, if you are going to order fast food and, and you're not interested in tipping because you don't usually tip when you order fast food, just go get yourself, you get it hotter. It's just not worth it. An hour late for McDonald's. I think what fast food does sit well in an hour.
1: No, I mean
2: nothing. Like you got to eat it. I mean that's what's called. Even pizza, I'll eat cold pizza. I'll eat anything. But (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, it's just not
1: worth it. Like, see, you didn't you didn't tip, and now you have an edible, unappetizing food. She should have made a part two where she actually delivered it, and then the customer freaked out of the door, like, "What took so long?" And she could have explained, "Well, you didn't tip." You know, that's why. It took an hour, and it was like it looks like it was on a weekday afternoon. It wasn't yeah. in the middle of the night either. I, I've, uh, the only times I ever took fast food
2: orders, they have to be very quick to, they have to you know, the miles has to be good. But mm-hmm. usually, it's the payouts are good because DoorDash had to literally pay anybody to take this because it been sitting there for for hours. It been sitting there for too long, so DoorDash is paying me. So I, I mm-hmm. tip is good, of course. But as long as someone's paying me the money, I'll deliver it.
1: I don't care. Someone got to be paying me though. But is it worth the potential one star? I
0: mean, you're rating. I, I haven't. I haven't.
1: But yeah, you're. 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 That is a risk, definitely.
0: And, and mm-hmm. another thing is that, um, well, this is being forever with the McDonald's order. It's not that. That is not a new situation. But another thing is that DoorDash is doing these type of things, and I've been commenting this on, on my channel. Let me just uh, show you. This is a coupon. This is a Family Dollar coupon, yeah. and I've been receiving coupon like. Of DoorDash, like every week, like um, it's crazy how many coupons I receive of DoorDash, and what I'm saying is that this is calling, this is um, attracting customers mm. that they don't usually tip, because yeah. if I go to, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a Dollar General uh, coupon, okay, I'm gonna put the code and I'm gonna go to the app, I'm gonna order. If I I'm gonna go through all those steps. It's because I want to save money, and in mm-hmm. the end, that is the type of customer that is good. I mean, I'm am that type type of customer. I don't I, I I want to save money too, but it's a business thing, you know. I actually yeah.
1: just uh, canceled all my delivery subscriptions: Instacart, Walmart Plus, DoorDash, Pass or whatever it's called, because so I'm not using it enough. You know, you can pay like a hundred bucks a year or like ten dollars a month. And they still, unless you place like a really big order, they still charge you like with service fees and delivery fees. And then like, so, like when I just had KFC uh, before, it was like the total of the food was like eight in change. But then there was like a, a delivery fee, a service fee. And then it came up to like 1279, I think. And I was like, wait, is that including tip? And then, so I hit next and then it said, you know, give your your driver a tip, which I will say of all the food delivery apps, Uber is the best at encouraging customers to actually tip, especially in the rain. If it's raining, it'll say, Hey, it's raining. Please throw your your driver a few extra bucks or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I, I I'm like, you know what, from now on, I'm just gonna go get my food myself. Cause like between all the fees and the tips, you end up paying like I ended up paying literally double. And the, the KFC is only a mile from my house. And if I wasn't sick, I definitely would have gone getting it. I mean, that's that for, for me, that's like the only reason to use DoorDash or Uber Eats or something like that. You know, it's like you're too sick to get out of the house or whatever. Yeah. And
0: of course, if we are going to order delivery, try to tip good. Of course,
2: of course, of course, of course.
1: John McCallian said, "Doesn't ordering from dollar stores defeat the purpose of shopping there? You yeah. don't leave your house. You don't leave your house, <laughs> you want to leave yeah. your house and still you get, get pay pretty two good dollars there. an item instead of a dollar. Yeah. Although, um, all right, we got one more break. This one looks familiar. Oh, this I is know. for." Uh, Delivery-TV.com I asked Luis to uh, make a quick promo video Kind of like how Mike Delivers has so I'm just gonna run that real quick
0: Hi, I'm Luis Berti and I have a YouTube channel called Delivery TV A channel where we talk everything that has to do with delivery in Spanish We try to help the Hispanic community to earn more money and be more professional. Thank you. I'm subscribing yeah. to that channel.
1: <laughs> Definitely yeah. subscribe. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you speak uh, hablas español, uh, you're one of the few Spanish language, GigTube channels. I know Gary Gig Tetris dude. He also does. I think he has a whole separate channel just in Spanish and uh jose martinez the self-employed investor journey he does both spanish and english he's in dallas actually i think he goes back and forth between dallas and atlanta so by the way he's going to be on the show in a few weeks but we'll get to that later all right so we just got a couple more tiktoks to get to sorry for all the people listening on the audio podcast (laughs) all right so this is viral amazon delivery van tiktok has the internet split i'm just going to play the video here it's Pretty short. There's no sound. Actually, I think I took the sound off of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Woohoo! <laughs> I mean, everybody just jumps to an assumption of what happened
2: yeah what happened what happened if she was looking for a package and he was helping like she was just oh. assisting him with a package that he had to unload and she needed to you know she needed to be in the van like, like who knows know. what happened yeah well she's wearing like a cocktail dress in the middle of the day it's warm i'm assuming i don't know what what where location was that
1: um was i think
0: that? it was she's like oh i Texas? received my backpack my
1: no it was in florida yeah oh it's yeah. nice all the time isn't it a <laughs> dropped down in the 60s recently but i read yeah. another article that said that amazon caught wind of this and they fired that driver so i'm assuming you're, you're not allowed you're not allowed to have customers inside
2: that van for any reason yeah
1: you're, you're especially if you're getting busy and like i think the, the funniest comment on this was expect delivery in nine months <laughs> <laughs>
2: A, but this is just a typical kind of stereotype of UPS drivers where you know they travel around and they are able to, you know, to do this kind of goofy stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming most don't, uh, but yeah, not professional, uh, obviously. And don't, I mean, I know everyone hates Amazon delivery jobs, but don't you don't risk your life or not your well, your livelihood. Doing stupid stuff like that, you know, it's just not, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. But hopefully, he's probably a young man. Hopefully, he learned from this uh, nonsense.
0: <laughs> I'm um, is, uh, what I'm thinking is uh, Amazon, uh, uh, the, the work there is stressful. It might yeah. Be really <laughs> yeah. He needed some help. Not
2: good. Well, he could you're have waited to not- the end of the shift, Louis. He could have waited <laughs> to the end of the shift to do
1: to, only to relieve
2: himself yeah. of stress.
1: God only knows what actually happened. I've heard that. <laughs> I just read some comments that they have cameras inside the van too. So, Yeah,
2: so, yeah I thought like you know, Amazon has such these you know surveillance technology where they know how fast the, the van is going, and I, I thought that's what I thought. I'm not sure. That, yeah, uh,
1: we've, but. I don't. I, mean, I don't think we covered it on the show, but I definitely remember tweeting an article out, like about Amazon drivers, not flex drivers, like actual employees, like this guy getting fired over the algorithm, it's like if you're taking too long to make deliveries because they have cameras inside the van. So maybe, maybe this dude—that was his way of quitting. You know.
2: You know what? He probably, it... hopefully, yeah, get a, a a a different position that he actually enjoys, where he doesn't have to do <laughs> these kind of things.
1: So yeah. Oh, uh, good luck to him.
0: He's he's been he's been relieved.
1: all right we just got two more stories another amazon this is not it amazon delivery driver goes viral after perfectly following customers instructions uh an amazon delivery driver has gone viral after following a tiktoker cherry uploaded a clip from her doorbell camera showing a delivery driver walking up to her driveway with a parcel before changing tack and instead hiding the package behind a bush why cherry's doormat reads please hide packages from husband the driver initially popped the package down beside the door before spotting the doormat. So I'm going to play this. I had to cut the it You know what happened when That's I was good. screen recording that I was playing music through iTunes. So it picked up the Alice in Chains song. So this video is probably going to get flagged. Sorry if you're not watching this no, on the live stream.
0: Like, it wasn't like uh, more than five seconds. It was short. I don't
1: know. Oh, the, the algorithm will pick up anything after like one second or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that was that particularly funny unless, I mean, it's just one of those, the pop song of the week, the I understood the assignment, you know, like, crappy pop music you know <laughs> so, again a tiktok video that i don't think is particularly funny but who understands these whippersnappers these days
2: i mean it is it is interesting because i think most i mean that's one of the things that we don't really talk about because we're all gig workers we all kind of do the same thing we we have this echo chamber of you know we like to blame customers like to blame the company but we all use the services and I will tell you, there's times where you will explicitly say something, write it a notes, and, and there's a fair amount of people who will not follow the instructions Mm -hmm. probably because they're in a rush. I mean, Amazon um, drivers, they're busting their butts. Um, I don't, I think I haven't talked to anyone who actually enjoys that job. So if it takes the time to, someone actually takes time to read and follow instructions, it's a rare occasion, unfortunately, So I don't know if it's necessarily funny, but also uh, uh, as a wife or, you know, marriage, you should be able to communicate with your partner about what you purchased and you don't have to hide it unless it's a present, which I doubt it
1: was. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a I I think I've seen those um, doormats and it's like, how seriously are you supposed to take them? You know, I could see if it was close to Christmas, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, John McKellion said Alice in Change equals Boomer music. No, it's Gen X music.
3: All yeah. Right, so we got
1: if, if one we all right. So we had three Amazon delivery drivers this week. So let me play this last one. I don't, I don't know if there's sound on this one or not. It's just another ring doorbell camera. So you can see the dude. He's going. To, he makes a delivery. Actually, let me. Rewind it here. So he puts the package down, and there's like a bowl of candy. He picks something up, <laughs> and then the decoration scares the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> That's actually happened to me. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, still there's,
2: there's, there's, there's like a there's a um, you know it's, it depends on the household that they have like the really cool decorations and yeah one household does have like a spider on this, like, you know, this gurney type, type of thing and every couple of minutes it will just launch itself yeah kind of it, kinda, it yeah. spooked me and my son so it's always people who would like to do these type of things but did it move? <laughs> Yeah,
1: something like that. But like, uh, uh, yeah, the decoration moved, it like popped up. That that, oh, okay. happened. Yeah.
0: that happened That happened to me. Uh, I was <laughs> delivering uh, this order and these um, spider show up and it was uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. crazy. But at least it, it wakes you up a little bit. Because I think that's why we, we jump so much. Because we're just going through the motions of, oh, put a package on the door. But when something like that happens, it's funny. And it kind of wakes you up like, OK, let me. You know, get I even, more aware of my surroundings. Steve, I even you're...
0: upload. I even upload that video to to my to my Instagram. Uh, I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs>
1: was that a uh, real like? Is that a, a CGI or is that a, a actual spider?
0: No, uh, it's an uh, it's a spider. But when you you get to the house, it's, it's in it's on the floor, like. Mm-hmm it's a spider it's a halloween spider you you but then boom it's jump and it's it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy all right
1: well i guess that about wraps it up a little slightly sh- it's funny we actually had a lot of content this week but the show is a little bit shorter than usual um I'll, you guys have anything to plug this week coming up i'll let you go first lewis
0: well t- uh tomorrow uh we're talking about news today and tomorrow i am going to um, uh put uh an I have I always upload two videos per week uh, but tomorrow at 7 a.m I am going to present uh, a news a news uh, a delivery news uh, video every Monday and that's the new thing in my channel. So tomorrow 7 a.m uh, we're gonna have new videos per uh, so every week now we're gonna have no not two but three videos uh, and I'm really happy. It's not nice. that easy. it's not that easy but uh as you know but you have to double you know you have to yeah this is this has been the, the youtube adventure it's been good so so good and 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 there there's a moment when you have to uh, uh, double double it you know what right so tomorrow uh we're going to uh, we're going to have a new video we're going to have uh now three videos per week Cool. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. What
1: What have you got coming up, Hannibal?
0: Uh,
2: Tuesday I'll be talking with Jason from the Gig Economy podcast. So that'll be, uh, we're just gonna be riffing it, just talking about you know what's going on, a little bit about him and his podcast. I've been on there two weeks ago. Uh, Chad, you've been on there as well. So really excited to talk to him. And mm-hmm. I think that the week after I'll be talking to Steve from the uh, Right Chair Rodeo podcast as well. So got yeah, those two uh, in the back burner.
1: All right, so here's what I got coming up. Uh, I should have done this when we first started the show. All right, so November 3rd is Driving Addict. He's he's really good on Instagram and uh, TikTok. I mean, he's on YouTube too, but he makes like the really short, funny TikTok-style videos. He's in Dayton, so he's like five minutes from Nugs. So check him out. And then uh, November 10th is Precious Lesko. Be our first Canadian gig tuber. She's in Toronto. And then the week after that is the self-employed investor journey on November 17th. And uh, you remember um, last week? Oops. Sorry. It helps if I hit hide. Remember uh, how we covered the guy who made a hundred thousand dollars was shipped in a year. Yeah. I think we, was he a uh, former musician or current musician and stuff like that? I forget. Well, I found him on Facebook and I asked him if he wanted to uh, be on my podcast. And he said, yeah. So uh, cool. we just got to, set up a date and time for that. So, I mean, it might not be till December. I'm going to take the Wednesday off before Thanksgiving. Unless maybe I do that one earlier that week. Maybe I'll do that one on that Monday or that Tuesday. You know, I, I don't think anybody's gonna be watching YouTube the night before Thanksgiving. So
2: you'd be surprised <laughs> especially <laughs> yeah, when well. you're with, with some family and they're talking over there. Just like being boring. I'm not talking about personal experience. Obviously mm-hmm. you may want to distract yourself by watching a YouTube video. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm right, going like- to be watching YouTube videos. I, I come from Venezuela, and in Venezuela, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so I don't have too many friends here <laughs> celebrating Aww. Thanksgiving. I'm trying to because I have a son now, and and, and I have to, you know, do uh, uh, those things for him. But uh, I can go to your place, uh, maybe. Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, it'll, it'll drive a few hours <laughs> and eat your turkey. <laughs> I yeah. just hope I'm
1: all better by then.
3: <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Seriously,
2: hopefully by next week we're gonna. Hopefully we get some
1: updated. You're fine news because I know. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is I have some new mutant strain of COVID because, you know, COVID like it's supposed to. It's like a respiratory disease, but my sinuses are clear. I'm not sneezing or coughing or anything. I'm just have a fever, and like no other symptoms.
3: Yeah. It's really
1: annoying. But it's so
0: don't go to papayas after the show Just broccoli
1: <laughs> no i'm still uh digesting that kfc <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well i'm gonna run up the uh run I, you know i i ran the outro on the intro so i wonder if i should do that again all right so all right so i will see everybody next sunday
0: all right yes. and have a good week Yes. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Chad will be back in a few days interviewing a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to discuss the world of the gig economy. Until then,
3: keep hustling.